Welcome to Marriage Can Heal Podcast. If you're married, or you are single and thinking about marriage, then this podcast is for you. Drop the beat now. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, everybody. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Marriage Can Heal Podcast. With I'm Tara. And I'm Pedro. And we're so happy to have you here on our newest season, um, season three, episode seven today. I never knew you actually did that. I did. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about, um, do you talk to your kids about Sex and are we preparing our children for the realness of life? Okay. Yes. Before we get started, <laughs> we want to apologize for not being on for a while, but we're thankful that we've been able to get back on and start up again. Well, you know, it's been a new year, twenty twenty two. Yeah, but has, we were sick too. That was right, part of it. The flu hit our house passed, hard. It did, and I'm still recovering from the flu. Yeah, you still, yeah, you use yeah. it for every excuse now. It's something that it's the flu. <laughs> no, it's, it's the, the truth. Like, it's, it's, after it's the flu. Effect. It's after effect of the flu. Okay, it's after effect. I can't hear because of the flu. <laughs> No, I can't talk. I can't up, talk because of the flu. It clogged up my. Um, I can't see because of the flu. It clogged up my ears. <laughs> it clogged up my ears. I can't I, understand you because of the flu. Everything's the flu's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You having a real crack up moment? Because it's the truth. You, everything. If I'm talking to no, you, no, like, but it's the truth. The the flu really can affect you in a lot of ways before mm-hmm. and after. Mm-hmm. The flu, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure somebody out there has experienced the same thing I have experienced. There's another woman. Or a man. <laughs> no, it's not gonna be no man. Or a child. It's not gonna be no man. It's gonna be a woman that's gonna have the same experiences. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we you know, we so happy to be back. Um yeah. but you know what? The, the best thing is that we're here in 2023. Yep. And to do this new episode that yeah. we was actually want so to talk happy. about something else, but I'm really glad that we're gonna touch on this subject because I think it's important that as parents, um, you know, we should talk to our children about important things because we can't shy away from the things that they're going to experience some point in their life. And um, yeah. What yeah, because we, because like we just talk sometimes, like get in a car to drive, yeah, to go to work, mm-hmm. and we have conversations. Then seems like we do our best conversations over the phone sometimes with our children. No, with each other. Oh, I'm talking about the kids. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to the prefix of why we wanted to talk about this today. Yeah. So we had, we were, we're going to do, we we did part one of facts. What was it called again? I forgot the name. Keys to keys happy to, marriage. Yeah, keys to happy marriage. I'm, some of you keep saying facts. <laughs> yeah. So we did keys to happy marriage part one. Yeah. We've been trying to do part two, but just didn't happen at the moment. We are going to do finish part two. Yeah. But we was talking today like, okay, what we're going to do about part two. Right. And I was driving and I was saying to Tara, I said, you know, babe, I saw, I was watching a clip last night. Right. Of, you know, one thing I, one thing I love about the old shows that they don't do in the new shows is just the realness and how they gave like life lessons. Yeah. And we was, I was watching an episode of the Cosby show. Mm-hmm. Some people don't, you know, don't like Cosby for what happened, but we actually I still series. like, <laughs> I still like the Cosby show. I still, yeah. I think it's very wholesome and it, it, you know, it shows a lot of things that, is going is it was ahead of his time in the terms of a TV show. Right. And the episode was with the girl that's the black girl from Clueless. 
Okay. And she was having sex. She was having sex or she was um having sex, but didn't tell her parents. Right. And she wasn't feeling well. Mm-hmm. She wasn't pregnant, but she wasn't feeling well. She didn't know what was going on. It's been four weeks. Right. She says to Denise, hey, Denise, your father's a, you know, doc, baby doctor. Do you think he can, you know, look at me and tell me what's wrong? Right. So she comes to the house. He gives some tests and turns out she has a urinary tract infection. Right. So, but she was really scared. So Cliff comes upstairs to Claire and says, hey, Claire, look what happened. And he's like, you know, do you think our kids will tell us if something's wrong? Yeah. And she's like, I think they would. He's like, okay, let's have a meeting. So they have a meeting. And, you know, during the meeting, um, he's like, you know, let's let's use the point that maybe you're pregnant. Right. And Theo's like, well, I can never be pregnant. So that's not me. He's like, <laughs> guess what? You're pregnant. So Theo's like, wait a minute, huh? So he's like, you know, who'll be the first person you're telling? Theo was like, I'll tell Cockroach. And Cliff was like, why would you tell your friend? You wouldn't come to me. You won't go to your mother. Right. And he was like, I, you know, I don't want you to get, I would think you'd get mad. Right. He was like, I wouldn't get mad. Going to tell me I'll get mad. Why would he tell me? I'm, I mean, he was getting mad, but you know, he's exactly why Theo wouldn't go to him. Right. So then he, you know, they, they're talking some more. And then they're like, they say, oh, Vanessa, let's make this example. Um, You're 12. You're dating a 17-year-old. Right. And she's like, what a 17-year-old. <laughs> and she's like, wow. And then they and then Claire gets mad. She's like, oh, well, we're gonna have to have a sit down and have a serious talk. And she's like, Ma, this is not even real. <laughs> and Claire, Claire getting upset, visibly upset. Visibly. So then Denise comes over and she's like, Well, I, I have to tell you something, Ma. I went to a I went, remember when I said I was over my girlfriend's house over the weekend for the night? I really didn't go there. I actually went to a boy's house and spent the night and they're like, where's the boy's father and parents? Oh, they was out of town. Oh, and so goodness. they start getting upset. They're like, what? <laughs> and, that, and then she was like, gotcha. I was just joking. And wow. I was like, mm, you really would. And she's like, yeah, I'm really, I, you can call. I think her name, first name was Janet. You can call Janet's mom and ask. I was there. I didn't, you know, I didn't do it. So <laughs> the point of the whole, when it got me thinking about that, um, yesterday, I picked up my kids and mm. I went to Asda. Our kids? Our kids. Oh, you say mine. Okay, but go ahead. You say my all the time sometimes too. <laughs> I do. They are my kids. <laughs> In that moment, they were my kids. Okay. So I picked up our kids and went to the store. Mm. And we was walking to the store and this guy who's 12 mm. saw this tall guy, dark skinned guy. She, she's going to like dark skinned guys. Mm. She's like, oh, he is so tall and fine. And I looked at us like, what? And she was like, nothing. And I was like, what did you say? She's like, I just said he was tall. I said, no, 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 no. You say he tall and and fine, good looking. And she was like. I would have gave her a whole face. She was like, I did give it a face. I was like, girl, come on. But it got, <laughs> it got me to thinking like she's 12 and she's already thinking about, you know, boys in the sense of right. how they look. And I'm right. like, mm-hmm. was, she, was she, you know, come to me and say that she was doing something? Wow, you know, yeah, and actuality, even on that point, I think they would. Even on that point, we actually, this is not even how we got onto this. We got before we told the story about, I was telling you a story about what I was watching last night. Mm -hmm. I was telling you the story about, but that's a whole different subject. So, yeah, about discipline. Okay. And that's how we got onto this about them telling us, you Mm -hmm. know, everything. Mm But we'll get into that another day. So, yeah. but but discipline is the same thing because well, yeah, 
because yeah, I was saying to you that it, I was yeah. well, I can say this real quick because it's, it's not really a long discussion, but right. you know, some people don't like it. So, right. but I'll say we was having a discussion about, um, I think about a year ago, the kids, no, Sky bought some Roblox using my card, right? Because it's hooked into the Apple. You know how you, everybody, you know how your, your Apple, your card is hooked to the app ID, yeah. From your and wallet, thing. from your wallet, right? Yeah. So she bought some Roblox and mm. act like we didn't know. So it popped right up, and I was like, "Who bought some Roblox?" <laughs> and she's like, "I that's like who told you the thing?" So she got all upset and tried. She tried to hide it and lie. Right. So we gave her a, we gave her a spanking. Or yeah. I gave her a spanking. Yeah. And so this morning we we're going to school, and they have these the app on their phone. They have to um use the app to get a bus ticket. So for the bus, yeah. yeah, for the bus to come mm-hmm. home and go to school. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, go to your app, go ahead, boom, boom, boom. And then here's the code, put it in and you can buy your ticket. Right. So I was like, and I was like, yeah, she was like, Ooh, now that I know your code, I was like, you better not. And she was like, um, <laughs> well, I just take your phone. I say, like, what comes up on my phone? She's like, well, I just take your phone. I was like, it comes up on my work phone too. She's like, Dad, I got, I got still two phones. And I was <laughs> like, yeah, you guys, you go, you, you, you want to steal my phone now? She was like, no, she was like, anyway, I ain't gonna do it anyway because last time I got a whoop, you know, I got, I got, she said, I got a whooping. I said, no, you got a spanking. And she was like, yeah. I was, and then I said to Todd, you know, we always, as parents, we always say, you know, like, I'm not advocating hitting your child. Right. But every now and then, you know, we, we was okay. I got, I got spankings when I was a kid. I got spankings too. Yeah. And I turned out okay. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that her mind told her, if I go and I do this, I'm going to get in trouble. Yeah. I was saying to you, I had said, you know, it depends on how a child is raised. So for example, if you have um, a child in a household where the parents may be um, talking to the kids or not good, cursing at them, yelling at them, everything gets a cursing word. Everything is just always chaos. Right. So when they come to, um, when it's time to discipline the child for something that they may have done, then to the child, the child will feel like it was some type of abuse because I'm getting abused already in my, the way you talk to me, the way you treat me. And then when you then whoop them, um, it, it, um, it could be as if you abusing them, Mm -hmm. even when you come to whoop them, I mean, spank them or whatever, trying to change my choice of words. But but that's when it can be it, a child can feel like that's the case. But in turn, if you in a, a child is in a household where the parents are showing love, right? Where you hugging on your child, you even when they do something bad, you talking to them, you talking things out, trying to see what's going on in a loving way. Um, they don't feel threatened. They don't feel like you yelling at them or screaming at them or cursing at them. You 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 changing your whole approach and how you talk to your child so your child can respond to you and you can get a response from them. So when you responded in that way, in a loving way, like we do with our children, well, you know, we always hugging them and kissing them and telling them how much we're proud of them and just, you know, all of those nuggets. But then when we do, and, and if you do, in, or if a person do in turn, time to discipline a child or they do something bad, I don't think the child will look at it as the parents is abusing them. They're going to look at it as, oh, my parents are showing me some type of discipline or this is wrong for me to do. Yeah. You know I said, I said that this is, I thought of it as a point of this shows that spanking your child 
when it's warranted works. When it's yeah, when it because needed, she when needed. she her first thought was if I do that again, I, if I just said to her, I'm gonna take your iPad away, I'm gonna take your phone away for a week. Right. She may have did it again, but like if that's the only punishment I'm gonna get, then that's that I can deal with right. that. But the fact her mind went to. I'm going to get a spanking. She's like, yeah, I don't think I want that again. Right. But you so, know, a lot of people, you know, don't think spanking is necessary for, for their kids. And then, and that's, you know, and I think, now, it, I, mean, I think it's, it just depends on the person. It's potato, potato. I mean, yeah. it's what it's, 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 it's depending on the upbringing of the, the person right. and what they like. I think, I think some people, let's put it this. I think some people that, the generation that maybe got whooped for everything and for spankings. no reason or spankings. <laughs> yeah. You know, I know we say we're going to use the word, but we're still using it because it's just what we use. Right. When we say whooping, we don't mean like, you know, flogging or like you're going crazy. We just yeah. mean a spanking. Yeah. Um, Disclaimer. Yeah. But AKA I, I think, also known as spanking. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I think that I know that people that some people that don't spank is because the way they was they was disciplined in, in the past, so they don't want to do that to their children. Right. So I think it's just like anything. When you're trying to do something, sometimes you can go too far to the right, too far to, to the, the left. left. Right. They don't stay in the middle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So because they got spankings so bad back in the day, they're like, I'm never going to do it to my child. Yeah. But then you end up hurting your child mm-hmm. by not doing that. Yeah. Because, and then, and I'm going to say this, some you... children, they get spankings a lot, still turn out bad. Yeah. And some that don't get spanking, so maybe just get talked to, turn out good too. Yeah. So it does. Is 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 still like you know. I, like I told you before. I, I also I also think it's you know depends on how the people are raising their their kids, how they be talking to their kids, how you know it just it it makes a difference. You know what I mean? Well, it, it's a multitude of things because it could be, um, are you over indulging the child? Right. Is the child um. Because What's you know, the you if know the child's spoiled, that's the right, way I'm thinking. Right. If you're spoiling the child, the child, like if you're doing everything for the child. Right. But you know your child mannerisms. You know what I'm saying? You know how your child, if you, if you talking to your child and, and, and you maybe yelling at your child and your child maybe jump or maybe freezes up or something like that, you have to then, if you don't notice, change up your approach. Because maybe your child then is going to shut down mentally. They're not going to share anything with you. They're they just going to be like, okay, okay. You know, you get nothing out of that. But if you actually sit in and listen to your child without them actually seeing you reacting in a hard way or, or in a drastic way, then they may be more apt to talk to you about what's going on in their life. I think it's important because we want our kids to come to us and talk to us about things. Yeah, but see, that's and, where this is where we that's why we decided to talk about this because yeah. at the end of the Cosby show, Cliff and Claire said to the children, "Look, we're not gonna because they both par- both parents got mad, right? And they said, look, we're gonna get mad. Yeah, as but just because you are. but just because we get mad doesn't mean that we're going to." take it out on you right. we're mad at the situation right we're at gonna the situation, get mad, make that but clear. we are like we're the ones that love you more than anybody else is going to love you besides right. god god mm-hmm. loves you more than we can ever love you right but we love you just as much as god mm-hmm. or not far behind but because of that yeah we're going to get mad but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that you can't we don't want you to come to us and talk to us right and that's when we got into discussion about our right. children because you know as and parents, coming to us and talking to us right because as parents you want them to come and talk to you even if you may not like you said we don't like the situation we can try to help them as much as we can through that situation mm-hmm. so they won't be alone going through it 
You know what I'm saying? Because even if they tell their friend or someone else, that don't mean that that person is going to help them. They mm-hmm. just there for an ear. But if they have, they tell their parents, maybe it's something their parents can do to get the ball rolling or whatever they may be experiencing in their life. And, and as parents, we ain't, we're not going to always like what our children do. No. And as they get older and get out into the real world, they're going to see some things. They're going to do some things. And as parents, we're going to, you know, we hoping that they don't do as bad as what we probably went through. But as they get out there, they're going to learn and they're going to experience and explore some things because kids are curious. So they're going to probably try some things. So as parents, what do we do? And that's where we got into this subject about right. talking to your children about sex. Right. And preparing them for the realness of life. So mm-hmm. we were saying, because we've had this conversation with them. I think we said in the podcast recently mm-hmm. that we sat them down and we told them that, you know, sex is good yeah, in right. the right context. Mm-hmm. And that the way God intended for sex to be mm-hmm. between man and woman mm-hmm. and, man and, a and, husband woman and, wife. and a husband and wife. Right. And that to not go out and um, have too many sexual partners and not to put yourself out there because I, I was, we were in the course of our conversation. I remember saying to you that, you know, I probably had um, as many sexual partners in one year that, that you've had your whole lifetime. Mm-hmm. And you was like, when I first told you that, you was like, oh, you, you couldn't believe it. You got a little, <laughs> you was a little, not disgusted, but you were just like, re- like, ill. <laughs> Play it simple. You was just like, ill, really? Right. You know, you couldn't believe that. Mm-hmm. And not that I'm proud of it, it's just what it is. I, you know, when I was younger, I, you know, I think our generation was not told properly about sex. Yeah, yeah, I was saying that because and how to how to handle sex and ha- right. how to approach sex, or uh, what sex is even all about. Because in our generation, it was like I don't ever remember um, anyone coming to me saying, you know, don't have sex before marriage, or uh, if you do have sex, this is what can happen. You know what I mean? The only thing I remember um, um, getting in sex education was how to put on a condom. And, you know, they did talk to us about some diseases, but they didn't. I don't think they um, elaborated. I I don't think they elaborated on what condoms cannot protect you from only besides pregnancy. You see what I'm saying? That's all it protects you from. I mean, I'm just saying for the the woman. Well, I, I brought this up to you. I said that back in the day, our generation, we had public service announcements well yeah they don't do that anymore Mm-mm. we had if you think about it, you had the the, the 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 bear um smoky the bear mm-hmm. we had that lady who died actually you had that lady who had the thing in her in her throat and she said um if you smoke this what can happen to you and she had she would be pushing the button and it was like ah no and i'm not trying to be funny just how she talked but i'm sorry i wasn't she, trying to no laugh. no no because i'm just saying i don't want people to think i'm trying to be funny but this is it's the truth she pushed <laughs> i i smoked for 30 years you know and so they put those things out there and then when it came to sex they they, they had they had a they had a public service announcements about that um drugs they had you know this is a frying pan Oh, this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. And they put an egg and it start bubbling. You know, like they did those kind of things. But now it seems like the world, this generation, the world has sensationalized it or made it. People are more acceptance of different things. Yeah, they normalized it where they don't even put that stuff out there for now. For now. So as adults and as parents, it's our job now to teach our kids. We have to educate our children. And tell our kids, you know, Mm -hmm. stop trying to, you know, show to your kids and say, oh. 
you know, I don't want them to know about this. I'll just, you know, put them in this room. But guess what? When they go to college or when they get out there into school, trust me, the school is talking about these things. Mm-hmm. They talk about worse. I, I can guarantee you this. If you sit down with your children, you talk to your children about sex, you talk to your children about anything, they're talking about it worse than the conversation that you're going to have with their friends. Right. But this is the thing. Kids now know about sex before they even teenage. No. Yeah. But get, no, this is not even the thing. That's the thing. That's no, what right, I'm right. no it's, it's worse than that. Kids think they know about sex. No, they think they know. But right, wait, let me finish. Go ahead. They think they know about sex mm-hmm. because they watching TV and YouTube and porn sites and this or and what that. They, or what their friends are telling them. Babe, I'm getting into okay, that. Let me finish. Go ahead, go ahead. And then they come together and they compare notes. And then they think they know, but they never even tried. They just go on by what they perceive to be the truth mm. because the parents are not telling them the truth. Right. right. So therefore now the kid is like, so they, you know, we had we sat down with the kids and talked to them, and they was like, you know, oh, we we have conversations and this is and we was like, that's totally wrong. That's totally wrong. Right. Like they'll say, Oh, you know. You can you can have sex. It's not sex if you don't have penetration, or you know, like things oh, like that. I, I, yeah, yeah. Because when when I when I hear kids say that, or I have I heard our children um, bring it up when we were talking about sex, and I was like, sex is sex and always around, whether it's um, not pen- penetration or just whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Like it's sex still, and I wanted them to know the importance of it and the decisions that they make going towards that way because i don't want them to think just because it's not being penetrated that it's that it's not sex because then they'll start doing all these other things i want them to know from the head to the tail exactly what it is Mm -hmm. so they won't be out here doing things you know thinking that it's okay to do yeah you know even even our kids are not immune to we yeah i think a couple about two years ago Mm -hmm. before we started we caught them watching some Netflix. I'm not gonna say the name of the movie because I'm not gonna advertise yeah, it. Yeah, please don't. But it was a movie on Netflix, and it was soft porn. It literally started off at the beginning of the movie with soft porn. And it was, what the heck is? And, and this I'm is like, this is before is this? because I thought I had put the the the, the code up to right. to to change the the, the did, adult but, level. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't. I thought I did, but oh, I didn't. And did. so they they was watching it and they didn't say nothing mm. and then the only reason why they got caught is because they didn't realize that when you watch a movie it still comes up things you have watched <laughs> right and i was like who the heck was watching this because i put it i was like what's this so i put it on and i was and i'm sitting there in amazement like what in god's name like what is this yeah what in the ground mm. what i was like mm. who and then we found out and it was like why did you and and then she was like they was like Oh, we only watched a little bit. No, 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 no. <laughs> because it's a, it, it gives you the light. <laughs> but one thing, one thing we have to realize though is that our children, as they get older, and their bodies are going through all of these different changes, so they want to explore all these different things, and and we have to talk to our children about how their body is changing. You know what I'm saying, and why it's changing, and why they may be feeling all of these feelings. You know what I'm saying. That's why sex is. We have to talk. I feel, just as in my opinion, that I feel that sex should be talked about early on to our children, especially as they going through puberty. And as well, they, that's what we've been doing, right? I'm just saying, and as their body and and different things are growing, and you know things are looking different. 
you know what I'm saying, yeah. and feeling different. So we have to make sure we talk to our children about these things, you know what I'm saying? And especially young children that's that's learning their bodies in the sense of, like I mentioned to you about masturbation mm -hmm. in young children. And that goes for both young, of them. Yes, I said in young children. I, I'm, I'm generalizing mm -hmm. it as in girl and boy, and that we should talk to them about even that, because even as they, you know, they may be a, they may experience masturbation at some point in their life. I think we all have in to the sense where they, they have a, you know, I want them to know that masturbation can then make you then think about sex and then you go from that point to the next and experimenting. With I don't know if masturbation makes you think about sex in the sense of when you say think about sex, you mean makes you think about having sex yeah about what sex may be like because because if you experience a masturbation and how it well this know, is the thing you when feel, you when you when you then, mas when you masturbate right mm, me being as a kid yeah. i didn't masturbate just like random i was watching something or looking at something right so i think it it gives more of a false sense of reality mm -hmm. Like you look, masturbate because yeah. mm -hmm. you're looking at a porn video or right. you're looking at a book. Mm -hmm. You know, um, there was magazines back in the day that they made that you could look at the book and you know, and you can imagine yourself, and then you you know, and it gave you it gave me like a false sense of reality of where I really was. Right, and that's and I don't I don't mean the thing, but I'm just going back a little bit because we didn't think <laughs> this the this is why growing up the generation our generation we didn't get the proper um, guidance yeah, for where we need to be or how mm -hmm. we need to do things. And that's why, you know, we feel like in this podcast, we're just, yeah, we're not, we're, I just want to put this out. We're not saying that um, you're a bad parent or you're a good parent or anything. We're just giving out, like, I think we need to we be just, more focused. Yeah. Like we're in a warfare right now with our children. The mm -hmm. devil's out there really trying hard right, to, destroy families destroy children destroy wives husbands the whole family unit yes and we need to make sure that our children have every um shield and sword and every knowledge that they need to have going forward so that they can make the prop you know they're still gonna make mistakes of course they are they're still gonna do some of these things that we're talking about mm -hmm. but they're gonna know that when they did it they can't say well you never told me but you know one thing that i think is important is that the first thing I would say as parents is to introduce our children to God, you know, to introduce them to him, let them know who he is and what he, you know, demand from us in the sense of keeping his commandments, you know, trying to live right, trying not to sin, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, and what that saying look like, you know, to him, you know, and I think once we introduce our children to God and show them that, look, this is right and this is wrong and this is what you should be doing and this is what you should not be doing. And this is what you should refrain from and this is what you should really try to focus on to make yourself better. I just think once we do that, you know, give them that foundation of Christ. Right. Mm -hmm. Let them know that your body is a temple of Jesus. If you defile your body. Right. And go out of what God wants for you. You know what I'm saying? Like as in the sense of having sex before marriage, giving yourself to someone that is not your husband, that is not your wife. Then you giving yourself to these multiple people. That's not going to be someone that you can bond with. 
You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, no, you bond. That's, see, that's the problem. That's you what do I'm bond saying. what I'm saying. But it's in the so, wrong way. It, yeah, but you bond just in that time. But mm-hmm. most times you may see that person again, and sometimes you never again see the person. But what I'm saying, before you before you get into that point of making a decision of having sex, how would it affect me with Jesus? How would it affect my relationship that I now defile my body to have sex with someone? Because at that moment, in that then that desire that I wanted to feel good, I then, you know, sinned against my body. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? And that's not what God wants. God wants to, God, I believe God have a plan for all, all of us, whether you're single or married. And I don't think because you're single that you could just sleep around with every Tom, Dick, and Harry. Or even if you're married, you can still sleep around. But I just think it's important that we let our children know, <laughs> look, um, if God have a husband for you or if God has a wife, you, he will send that person into your life. Try to save yourself for that person so that when that night come, when you get married, it can be special to your husband and, or mm-hmm. to your wife. You know what I'm saying? Y'all could then explore each other's bodies together. Y'all could then figure out what that sex feels like with someone that you truly love and care about. And sex then become a. But that's why you, you get, look at sex then differently. You 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 get counseling. You get <laughs> yeah. Um, you know you you date for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I that's why I know God really blessed us because we did it all wrong. We did. We did it. We did the total opposite. Mm-hmm. We did it all wrong. I mean, we didn't do nothing. Every the funny thing is, you know, they say you know, uh, preach what you teach or teach what you preach. But we, what we're saying, we did not do any of that. But we have learned over. But the you know years. what? We didn't do any of that because we wasn't taught it. Taught. And- I'm, yeah, I got gotcha. you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What happened? Keep talking. No, what I'm saying we didn't do any of that because we wasn't taught it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is when you teach your children or talk to them about these things, educate them on things, just as they have to have educate them in school about their work and all of that. We have to then still educate them in Christ and what he suspects from us and what he don't want from us to do for our bodies. Because, you know, because then. The one thing that we have to let our children know, if you go and have a sex before marriage, the possibility, number one, you can get pregnant and have a child out of wedlock. Number two, diseases. Or even, shoot, number one, diseases. Because we have to let our children know it's diseases out there that you can't get rid of. You know what I'm saying? It's some that can be medicated. And it's some that's going to stay with you for a lifetime. And it's some that can kill you, point blank. You know what I'm saying? Because you may not have enough money to keep up with trying to like less number one. If I have money, if no, I'm just saying going to kill you. It's going to kill you. Well, I'm just saying you got AIDS, you got syphilis, you got you got um herpes, you hey, got there's so many diseases. I'm you just saying be, it's you so be many, for two hours I, talking about I, I that. I can be, but I'm still going to name some of them because I don't know who's listening to this. But I'm just saying it's something out there that can harm our children if we don't talk to them about it. Not about just because, you know, it, some people or some children may only think that sex is just good. They ain't even thinking about what can come from it. Yeah. Right. I, I, I was trying to get back to my I was trying to think of the thought I had um, that I lost it. But that's fine. I keep um, talking so you can um, think of your thought. So, um, <laughs> no, the, the reason why I lost my thought because you cut me off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but but anyway, anyway, that's fine. 
I don't mind being cut off every now and then. Yeah, because I'm um, going to cut you off anyway. So, so like I was saying, wait, I've seen that's what you're still doing it. Could <laughs> okay, you go stop? Ahead. Go ahead. What you gonna say? What you gonna say, man? I know you're passionate about this, but I you am. gotta let me. You well, gotta then, let me. Well, then say what you gotta say instead of talking to me. Anyway, like I said, so mm-hmm. I think I was talking about. Uh, I can't remember now. I really can't remember because you because I was going somewhere with it, and you. But it's fine because I still love you. Mm-hmm. But um. I was we was talking about them learning about sex mm-hmm. and not oh about God loving us mm-hmm. and how we didn't how we didn't go about the right way. Right. But my point was that when you when you look at it in the sense of this is why God is God because even though we went about it the wrong way, mm-hmm. God still forgave us and then He showed us the right way. Yes. He showed us mm-hmm. so when we had our children, mm-hmm. we was able to to now be able to teach them and that's why we're so upfront with our children that's why we tell them everything that happened about in our lives because we don't want them to make the same mistakes and that's why we tell them you know about sex we tell them we don't we, we try we don't sugarcoat our stuff to our children our children will tell you we tell them straight up even if it's going to make them feel uncomfortable yeah. we tell them because we feel that that's the best way that they can learn because i don't want them to go into life or go into any into the real world not knowing what the real world the real world is. Yeah. So I make sure that I'm just very blunt with them and tell them. Yeah. You know, I'm not and I'm not gonna do that, you know, like remember how they said if you masturbate you can go blind and I'm not doing all that. That's <laughs> that, you know, that's just to try to we, scare we're you. not trying to go with no myths. I just wanna yeah, stay I'm not with trying I just to, wanna I'm be stay truth, with you know, right. it's, I wanna it's, stay with the realness right. of what so they're I, gonna experience in life. So like my point about that too is like we, we explain to them that even if they because you know, as much as we talk about this, I'm not naive to think that one of our children may have sex before marriage. Yeah, I'm not saying that either. But I do explain to them that if that happens and they love the Lord, that God, you know, God will work with them and and still help them through that. But you know, try their best to not do that. Try mm-hmm. their best. I know with my two older kids before I met you, I was I was bad. I was bad to them in the sense of, in a good way, I mean, I was bad in the sense of, like, I was sending pictures of condoms and pampers and things. Like, I was like, don't have sex. Don't have sex. Don't have sex. Like, you know, I would constantly drill that in their head, you know. So they didn't, they didn't, you know, they're not married, but, you know, I can't say, you know, that they, you know, heated all the way. But now they're older. They're adults. So. You know, that's on them, not the, on me. You know, at the end of the day, you know, once we have raised our children, we just, you know, we keep praying and say, Lord, guide them. Yeah. You know, guide them through their life that they be able to um, make the right decisions or help them to or guide them to someone that can help them or even us or somebody mm-hmm. that can help them through their they time because, you know, it's it's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm on the grandchildren say, so, hey. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I just, you know. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. I just want to, I don't want, I don't want my children to think that sex is scary, but I also want them to know the realness of what, you know, the results that can come well, out of it. The funny thing is you, you brought up everything, but the most important thing that can happen if you have sex. What's that? Having a child. I just said you could get pregnant. No, I know. I'm just saying you just brought it up after all of that. You were so concerned about the diseases and and this and that. You forgot no, the no, name. No, I'm saying they, they you can, forgot. They, you, you, okay, you can, I just said it. I don't know if you were listening to so you. So worried did. about me talking over no. you. So what I was saying was you can get pregnant. 
Right. I ain't heard you. I'm right. saying you, you, but I'm saying it's funny that you brought it up last. Right. After you brought up all the, the, the bad things, you brought up all, oh, there's a dad and that. And then you was like, oh, yeah, by, by the way, you can get pregnant. But then, you know, <laughs> also, you know, you know, in the result of getting pregnant, you know, um, you can carry diseases to your child, you know, that can Todd, hurt you, your child. But I'm just saying, you know, the disease what, thing, what, what like, I'm saying is that it can hurt on on both on, on all, all forms of life. You know what I'm saying? Not just the person, but it can also can hurt the seed. Let's let's give the diseases thing a break for a minute because, okay. listen, yes, you can get a disease. But, you know, there's so much more. With having sex and having a child, then the disease. Okay, then then what is the and, rest? And that's from, from what knowledge. The, what what is the rest, PJ? Okay, Tom, the knowledge of, of is, the is, knowledge is, of is, sex. Is the no is the knowledge of now you have to raise a child when you're a child. Is the knowledge of now you have to go up faster mm -hmm. that you need to go up. Mm -hmm. Is the is the thing of that now you have a human being that depends on you, and you may not be ready. A lot of parents are not ready. To take on the edit is a lot of responsibility once yeah, you have a child. That's true. It's a lot of um, um, things that you don't think about. And right. that's what we tell our children. Mm -hmm. I learned that. Had a child at 20. I wasn't ready to have a child at 20. Right. I wasn't even finished high school. I wasn't even finished. I just finished high school. Right. I wasn't even finished. I didn't even get to go to college. Right. It, it can it can alter your life. It can detour you. It can detour you. Alter your life. Yeah. To you know and i like i said i'm not i'm not upset at my path of life because god led me down the way i needed to go and i'm happy i came this way right but at the same at the same token i know that i need to teach my children different because i don't want them to go down the same path i went and right. have it as hard as i had it yeah they they're going to have a hard life you yeah, all have course. a hard life yeah. you, you learn from your mistakes god does not make it easy yeah but beside the disease there's so much more to involve not even just that now the fact that you have to deal with another adult raising your child. Yes. What if you don't get along with that person? That's true. What if that person's abusive? Yeah. What if that person's a jerk? Yeah. What if that person is the best person in the world, but you just don't get along with them? Yeah. Now you got to, now you, now the added stress of not only raising a child, but now you got to deal with the other person. Right, right, right. You I'm know, glad you bring we're, up we're, we're married for 17 years and yeah. we still get each other's nerves. Yeah, but I'm just but but you're making some good points because when when you're out there doing different things, you don't think about all of that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? At that moment, you're only thinking about just sex. Yeah. You ain't thinking about, like you said, the child dealing with a person that you don't really because you ain't. I'm sure most times you haven't said you ain't really got to know that person. So you no, know what I'm saying? So you you dealing with all happens of that. a lot on those one night stands, or yeah. You know. So you know, it's, it's a lot of things to consider. So I think we need to, we need to educate our children on all of that, like you said, not just diseases, not just sex. I go but, even deeper, but go 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 deeper. Then you have to deal with the other the person's parents. Yeah. Then you have to deal with the family. Mm -hmm. <laughs> then you have to deal with your own family. Yeah. I mean, it it could go so deep as, and it can it can destroy a young or a young person's mental stability mm -hmm. and it could derail them to make them go down the path that they do not want to go down mm -hmm. and totally destroy their confidence mm -hmm. their self-esteem mm -hmm. can totally destroy what they think of themselves right you know 
it could go so so many different ways. Right. And I also like, we always talk to our children about their future, like what they want to be, what you want to do, get your education as much as you can. I think it's important um, that we teach our children education is everything, especially, especially not that it wasn't important then, but it's it's important because things are more advanced now. Mm -hmm. And I just think that kids need to stay focused on that because if they out there having sex and having children before it's time, then it's like so much added stress. Like then you have to get a job because you just got to get a job to survive. I just want them to be able to um, get their education, do what they need to do somewhat prepare themselves for life. So if that was to happen, they can be able to take care of themselves and their child or their wife or their husband or whatever it may be. Because then they get a job that they don't like and they go on that job for 20 years. Mm -hmm. Now, guess what? Now they're not happy. No, even worse. Say, say you do get along with the person and you do both have a child. Right. But now you have to get jobs that you don't want. Right. Down the road, that could affect you where your marriage would then suffer because you was never happy from in the first place because right. that's not what you wanted. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. So it's even about just, is even for those that are married and want to have children, you know, you have, it's, it's about just getting yourself prepared you know, for for that concept, because yeah. when you have it's it's, and not saying it's a consequence. Right. It's a beautiful thing to have a baby. Yes, but it's a very it's a very, um, very important responsibility in your life. Right, because yeah, that you need to consider. Yeah, because we have, like you said, like we have to make sure that our children know the decisions that they make. You know what I'm saying? Can result to how their life turn out. Yeah. Period. But like I said, that's why and, good or bad. And I and I want to say this to all adults, all parents out there today listening to this podcast mm-hmm. and listening to this radio show. Right. That you know, don't be afraid. I go I go for my job. My job, I go to people's homes mm-hmm. and I see the high and the low. I see the poor and the rich. I see the middle class. And I see how some treat their children and I see how some don't treat their children. And my I've had conversations with a couple of um, people that I've met Mm -hmm. and I tell them all the time that I tell my children everything and some look at me like I'm crazy. And some say, you know what? I'm actually going to start doing that because I just feel that we need to prepare. Like I said, we need to prepare our children. Mm -hmm. We don't need them to go in not knowing the full ramifications of what they're getting involved. Yeah, because they didn't this, yeah. this world is real right now. This is some serious stuff going it's on in this life. world. Mm-hmm. It's some serious things going on. It's like, you know, we, they got so much to deal with. And I learned this very much from the other day when we had the conversation with, with Junior. Right. And he was just so frustrated and mad. Because of how it is at school, right, and the things how they talk to him, how they treat him, right, and you know, and I thought he got mad at you, and I kind of yoked him up a little bit because I thought he was being disrespectful <laughs> to you, right. But then he was like, "That's not what I was saying, Dad," and I was like, "Well," and I apologized to him, right. You know, but he didn't realize I could move that fast, right. But <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, like, you know, it's just more like. They're going, our kids are going through a lot right now. They are. They are going through a lot. They're going through a lot of stress. They're going through a lot of peer pressure. Mm-hmm. They're going through a lot of things through YouTube and, and social itself. media. And it, you can take the social media from your kids. But when they go to school, they get all the social media they need. Trust mm, me. I'm sure. Especially in today's secondary schools and the primary schools. 
I'm not sure about Kai. It's, it's probably not so bad. Uh, it's more secondary, I would say. Yeah, definitely secondary because these kids over here, like especially over here in the UK, these kids are wild, absolutely yes. wild, mm-hmm. and they like my children. The kids come home and they're like, "Oh, X Y Z," and I'm like, "What? Look, Why was you even the, talking the, the, about the that?" First thing our children do when they first get home, they I'm always asking them, "How was your day?" Yeah, like what, what happened. What? You know, they, they always got an earful for you for sure. Like, why were they talking about sex and and dogs and animals and like why was they even talking? Like, what? How did you even get into that subject? And I'm like, they just they, you know, and like you said, it's the upbringing. Yeah, everybody is raised differently. Raised differently, and you don't know what's going on behind closed doors and how people are raising their children and saying to their children. It's just a lot to consider, and and if your kids around these different people they're going to hear so much and that's why they we tell our so children much. too like for us you know growing up our generation i've said this before i know in our in our generation that a lot of people were abused yeah um and i stick by that word and i'm sorry if i offend anybody but i know a lot of people were abused in when the they sense was little of being molested molested yes mm-hmm. because it was such a normal thing i think we was talking about that and you said you know like um you was giving an example and he was like, I don't understand why, um, why they didn't, why people didn't say anything. And I'm like, because it was a no, it was normal. It was like, you know, a lot of times parents back in the day would say, oh, you know, it's just a phase. Right. They'll go out of it. Being molested? No. Oh, I'm just, talking about in oh, general. Just, oh, in general. In general. Okay. No, not being molested. Oh. Even, well, you know, the funny thing, yeah, back then in the day, the, when the, 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 the person who got molested was actually most time blamed before. Before the person that molested the person was blamed, and most time the, the, the person that say, was molested you was either a family member. No, well, no, or because, a close no, this is what they say. They'll say, "What did you do?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Un- my uncle molested me. Right. Why, why did you? What did you do to make your uncle molest you? Right. What do you mean? What did I do? I didn't do anything. That's and that's the truth. That was our generation. Yeah. That was our generation. Where yeah. now it's like it doesn't matter what you did, you still shouldn't have been molested. Yeah. See the difference? Yeah. A generation now is like that. Yeah. And I think now it's just more, you know. People talk about these more now. Right. They talk about it more, but they still don't they talk about it, it enough, though. Not they enough. They still don't talk about it enough because yeah. a lot of young people are now still suffering and they're not they're not able to tell their parents, which we start off this whole podcast talking about, not able to come to their parents and say, this is what's happening because they don't want to be judged. Or they don't want to be told. Or they don't want oh, their parents yeah. yelling at oh, them. Oh, they don't want the parents yelling at them. Or they yeah. don't want their parents saying, how could you do this? Like, right. you know, if our children came to and said, you know, I'm pregnant or I got somebody pregnant, I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to be mad as heck. Of course. I'm not going to lie. But I'm going to say, okay, this will, what what do we need to do? And the yeah. first thing I'm going to say is, what did I tell you? Right. Of course you're going to say, say that. I'm going to say, what did I tell of you? And they were like, well, yes, I know you told me, but. Okay, fine. Then let's see what what do we do now. Our main thing is then once, because to be honest with you, once it's done, it's done. It's yeah. nothing you can do about it once it's done. But I once hope... they didn't have sex, or if they didn't have children, or whatever they may have experienced, we can't undo it. I know that's why I try, drill them in the head now because I'm like, you know, I'm gonna drill it so hard. I hope that is like ingrained in their brain. I hope so. Their eyes, their nose, their mouth, but, their but, ears. <laughs> but one thing I want to say though, I want to talk to the parents is that you know how we talk to our children, how our relationship is. I'm not saying, I'm not saying you have to, I'm not saying be your child friend. What I'm saying is be the, now I'm trying to tell you how to parent. What I'm saying is for me, I want to be the type of parent 
that just talk to my children and be like, look, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Have a relationship where they know that you can still talk to them, but then you still being a, they parent at the same time. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you, do that make sense? Yeah. I was going to say, I actually saw a clip the other day. I forgot I was talking about it. Uh, it could have been Michelle Obama. I think it was Michelle Obama. She was talking about her girls and she made a point of that. You know, we try to be their friends, mm-hmm. but we don't, we, we can't be their friends. We're no. the parent. Right. If you have, she said, and you know, and you know what, actuality, this is true. And I'm going to not even forget what that quote, I'm going to tell you this for a fact. So growing up, my mother married my father mm-hmm. and I got, she got married to him when I was 14. Right. In the first couple of years of my, of my mother's marriage to him mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. was the roughest I ever had. Right. Because for some reason, maybe because I was the guy, the boy in, in the house. And my sister's a girl, and he wasn't as thing with the girls as with the, the boys. Right. He ran. He 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 rode me hard. Right. He rode me hard. He was not trying to be my friend. Mm-hmm. He was trying to be my father. Right. And I didn't mind that. Now, I'm one of those rare cases that I believe as the stepfather, he's paying the bills, he's taking care of me, he's got a roof over my head. He's my father. Right. So I've always respected him on that. Mm-hmm. But we definitely had our issues in the sense of just butting heads and getting to get, you know, getting on on in the same page. Right. You know, but it can be like that with all children. I know, but let parents. me finish my point. Go I'm, ahead. What you were just talking about. Mm-hmm. But what I learned is that you can't be friends with your children. Mm-hmm. But if you give them the discipline and the love and the understanding that they need. So he loved me. He disciplined me. Mm-hmm. And he gave me knowledge. Right. And he gave me understanding. Mm-hmm. He gave me compassion. Mm-hmm. He gave me how to be good to people. Mm-hmm. He taught me how, you know, he taught me things. Right. He taught me how to be a man. Right. My point is that even though he rode me, even though he, um, I mean, he rode me hard. He would beat me for, he would, you know, give me a spanking, a whooping for little things. Don't say beat me. <laughs> well, he did beat me. Right we got beatings. You know, I got, I remember one time I stole a quarter and I got a whooping. Okay. And I, and I listen, this, that, that generation. Yeah. 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 So we're talking about that generation. Yeah. But the thing that it taught me is that there's consequences for your actions. Definitely. So my, my point that's is that what we teach our children. Right. And that's what I'm saying. But my point about it is that you can't be their friend. No, you can't. But this, this is why I'm saying this after all of that, and God was, you know, unfortunately, rest in peace. He passed away about ten years ago. Yeah. But before that, he he depended on me, right? And we became friends. Yes. As I got older. Yes. We became friends. Yes. Even though he was still my father, mm-hmm. we was friends. Mm-hmm. It comes later. Later in life. And your children will. Yeah, and even though I didn't understand what he was doing when I was fourteen, and I was fighting him, and I was arguing, and I I didn't like him, and I hated him, mm-hmm. and I was like, I can't, I can't stand this man. Da, 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 da. Mm. I love that man now because I know what he was. I realized what he was trying to do. Yes, and I, that's my point is that as parents, mm-hmm. we can't be our children's friends. Right, we have to tell them this is wrong, yes. and even if they're upset with us. Let them be upset. Let them be mad. Let them be mad. Yeah. They get over it. Of course they will. They will get over it. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee they may not get over it in a year, but maybe even two. Who knows? Who who cares? (laughs) Who cares how long it takes them? But I guarantee it's going to come a point in their life that they're going to say, you know what? I understand now 
what my pop my, my pop was doing or my mom was doing. Right. You know, I understand what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So I understand that they wasn't trying to be my friend. They was trying to protect me. Yeah. They were trying to do what they needed to do. Right. Right. So. And that's the most important thing, you know. Um, I think you. I think we tried to hit on as much as we could in this time, but I really do hope that someone out here receives something from this podcast today. Yeah, yeah. we still got more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just no. I was just saying. I hope someone receives something from it because, you know, like like you said, it's a warfare out here with our children, mm-hmm. and we have to be on top of the on top of it and let them know that we know the game. We know what you what you going through now. We went through. Yeah, but no. See now, just the thing. I agree with you on that point, but, but I disagree somewhat. In what sense? Because the game has changed. Yes. And so that's why I want my I want my children to yeah, I understand the game and I know I've been through some things, but our children are going through some things that we never went through. Yeah. And therefore we have to kind of adapt. Yeah. And that's what I mean by But that's why I say it's good for us to talk to our children. Talk no, that's to them, right. How you talk to them and how you're going to get information from your kids is how you respond to them. Right. You and know what I'm saying? Why do you think I changed up the way, like, before, like, taking them to school? I yeah. used to just take them to the bus. And I said, well, if I'm taking them to the bus, I can take them to school. You know what? I Actually, I just want to say something. I really like that you do that now. I love the fact that you taking that 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 small section of time to take them to school because it's just talking to them for that that short time. You know, I learned a whole lot in the morning. That's what I'm saying. I, I, re- I really do like that you do that because I have that time with them in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm getting them up and you know with some lunches and breakfast mm-hmm. and getting you know getting the, the day started, I'm having them conversations with them already. So by the time I'm done with them, you in the car talking to them. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So we have the one to one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think that's important. So yeah. if you, so I'm saying, if you can, as parents, if you have the opportunity to drop your kids off to school and just for that little time, that's that's your that's your little or time. Or have to a talk. little bit of breakfast in the morning before a, they go to right, school. Get up early, mm-hmm. get them ready for school, like I do, and talk to them. Then you, you, you just don't. Your kids will open up to you if you just spend that time. Most times, kids just want attention. I'm telling you, it's all about attention sometimes with kids. They just want their little attention from their mother and their father to know that they look, we think you're important. We think what's going on in your life, we're here to listen. Mm-hmm. And that, and, and I, I'm a testament to that because like our children, um, because I work and sometimes I can come seven, eight o'clock in the evening. Right. If I just give my children 15 minutes, they're good. Yeah. Like they, they're, my kids don't. They don't expect to get three hours from me. They expect right. to get three hours from Tyler because she's home. Right. But they will only expect to get 15, 30 minutes from me. Right. And I want to like, say this. And that's fine. They, they'll come and talk to me within that 30 minutes. They'll right. tell me the same things that it took them three hours to tell Tyler. <laughs> they'll condense it and tell me in, in 30 minutes. Right. Cause because you know what they'll know. say? They'll say, well, we probably know mama told you already. Yeah. Yeah. That too. But one thing I would say with people that got multiple children like we do. Um, if you do have multiple children, even if it's just one, just take that time. Attention is everything. That's all they want. They want to feel wanted. They want to feel like um, what's going on, that you paying attention to them. Because mm-hmm. if a child don't feel like you paying attention. And you're not judging them. Yeah, you're not judging them. If they don't feel like you paying attention to them, they're going to be like, well, they don't care what's going on in my life. And they, guess what? They're not going to share anything with you. You ain't going to know what's going on in their life. You're going to be like, an egg and you're gonna be the shell because you could nothing gonna crack yeah and then you're gonna be lost mm-hmm. also main morning thing else is to pray with them and always tell them about god definitely we make sure to do that we do that consistently with our children mm-hmm. um 
even when you know it doesn't look like it's like God is there, we still say God is there because mm-hmm. God is there always, all the time. Um, but yeah, like you were saying, I, I that's why I, I don't know something. The new year, I, 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 I sat the family down and said I want to do th- do some things differently, right? And I just thought about, it. I was like, you know, I'm taking them five minutes to take them to get to the bus, right? What's the extra f- ten minutes if I drive them to school? Yeah. And therefore, I get that little bit of time, and it has made a difference. I can see they like it. Yeah, they love it. They they talk to me. They tell me things. They they tell me things that they never they they tell me things that they may have meant to tell me the night before <laughs> that they didn't have a chance to tell me. They mm-hmm. tell me in the morning, mm-hmm. you know. And I notice I notice a difference in the way we we conversate and the way we interact with each other. Yeah, from me just doing the fifteen minutes right with them right. So I'm like, you know, I really, you know, I'm glad that I decided to. Because even like when I said to them today, I actually said to them this morning, I said, um, <laughs> if, you know, it's going to happen right now, but, you know, it may right, it may change at some point. And it was like, really? Why would it change? Why does it have to change? And I was like, oh, I guess they really do like it. Okay, Yeah, because if you, you change know? it, they would be like, what's up with it? Yeah, like they're going to be like, we don't want to do that. We, wanna, we, we want wanna to do it like yeah, this. We want you to take it. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, sometimes for work, I may have to leave early. So I was like, you know, some days I may have to still go to work early. They was like, okay, well, just that one time. And I was like, okay, yeah, just that one time. Yeah. Yeah, because it seemed like I've, I created a beast now where now I got to take them every but day But you know what? But what we just said, I think it's important. No, I, it's a beautiful thing. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I'm loving it. That's what I'm saying. I'm loving it. Yeah. You know? So I'm, I'm thinking. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> stop rolling your hands like that. I know. I can see the time. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I, I have I have really enjoyed this episode. I really have. How about you? I don't know. <laughs> you kept cutting me off. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you mm, off. You keep rolling your finger you know, like you know, this. You know, you know one thing. I know it's I'm time to try, wrap I'm up. I'm not trying to cut you off or anything. You trying to tell I'm me saying? to shut, be quiet, hurry not, up. That's not what I'm saying. But you know, we have. You know, this subject we can talk about this a lot. We may have to do a part two. Yeah. But I really do think that this is. You know, well, I think we're fine with part one. Yeah, I think we are too. I hope you guys enjoy this. I hope you guys get something from this. And um, well, actually, let's pray before. Let's pray pray before end. Yes, Lord, thank you so much for this day. Um, Thank you, Lord, for children, for our children. Thank you, Lord, for family. Thank you, Lord, for parents. Lord, be with the parents as they try to raise their children. Lord, be with the children as they going through different things in life. Lord, help us, Lord. We need your help. We need your guidance. And Lord, as you have prepared us and the wisdom that we have received throughout our lives, help us to spread that, not just to our children, but to all children. Lord, we thank you for your love and your grace. I pray in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, now, All right, so as we say, we want to thank you for joining us on Mm -hmm. the Marriage Can Heal podcast. That's right. And if you want to contact us, you can contact us at marriagecanhealpodcast at gmail.com. And if you would like to donate to our ministry Mm -hmm. to help out with the people don't realize the bills that you get doing this. That's right. God has blessed us, so I'm not complaining. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. You can do the cash app with the British pound sign, Marriage Can Heal 2, the number two. Mm-hmm. The British pound sign marriage can heal pound number two and PayPal is at goddess ministry at gmail.com. No, it's not at gmail. Oh, it's not. It's just at goddess, it's ministry? At goddess ministry. Okay. I'm sorry. So our PayPal that, is at goddess ministry. Yes. So we want to thank you. You forgot to change that, which I didn't catch, but anyway, <laughs> it's but no, right. that's fine. But thank you so much again. My name is Pedro. My, my name is Tara. And this is the marriage can heal podcast. podcast. See ya. See ya. 
Drop the beat now.